Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. It is June 1st. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton, and thank you for being with me today. We begin by remembering our baptism. From Galatians 3.27, it says that as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And so we approach God dressed in Christ, in his forgiveness and salvation and his righteousness. And we make the sign of the cross saying, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray. We give you thanks and more than thanks, O God, O Lord, for all your goodness at all times and in all places, because you have shielded, rescued, helped, and guided us all the days of our lives and brought us to this moment. We pray and ask you, merciful God, to, by your goodness, allow us to spend this day and all the time of our lives without sin, in joy, in holiness, and in worship of you. But drive away from us, O Lord, all envy, all fear, and all temptations. Bestow upon us what is good and beneficial. Whatever sin we commit in thought, word, or deed, we pray that you would graciously pardon because of your goodness and mercy, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil through the grace, mercy, and love of your only begotten Son. Amen. We confess our Christian faith today using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our scripture reading today, uh, one more time for Psalm 6. Psalm 6, to the choir master with stringed instruments, according to the Sheminith, a psalm of David. O Lord, rebuke me not in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am languishing. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? Turn, O Lord, deliver my life. Save me for the sake of your steadfast love. For in death there is no remembrance of you. In Sheol, who will give you praise? I am weary with my moaning. Every night I flood my bed with tears. I drench my couch with weeping. My eye wastes away because of grief. It grows weak because of all my foes. Depart from me, all you workers of evil. For the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies shall be ashamed and greatly troubled. And they shall turn back and be put to shame in a moment. There are six of these penitential psalms in the Psalter. Six. Out of 150, six. 
I find this interesting. I, I would think that repentance would be a major theme of these prayers. In a, his short commentary on Psalms, uh, the prayer book of the Bible, Dietrich Bonhoeffer also noticed this and commented, There are fewer prayers of, for the forgiveness of sins in the Psalter than we expect. Most Psalms presuppose completely complete certainty of the forgiveness of sins. That may surprise us, but even in the New Testament, the same thing is true. Christian prayer is diminished and endangered when it revolves exclusively around the forgiveness of sins. There is such a thing as confidently leaving sin behind for the sake of Jesus Christ. Thus far, Bonhoeffer. We need the penitential psalms because sometimes our guilt and sorrow at our sin overwhelm us. Sometimes we say or do things that shock, sadden, and embarrass us. They, they reveal our brokenness. And we need words to confess those sins. More recently, I've found myself overwhelmed by participation in what we call systemic sin. The sins of injustice that impact people we've never met. For instance, the battery in my iPhone that I'm using to record this devotion, which I think is a good and godly thing, has elements that were mined by slaves. Was the shirt that I am wearing sewn in a sweatshop? How would I know? Why is it okay that the coffee farmer lives in poverty, only getting pennies on the dollar for his crop, so that I can sip this delicious beverage that I enjoy every morning? While these are important matters which should not be just set aside lightly, we should seek justice and seek to do what is right. There is danger in our prayers uh, revolving exclusively, as Bonhoeffer says, around the forgiveness of sins. The danger is this, that having our eyes so intensely focused on our sins and the forgiveness of our sins that we end up only focusing on ourselves. We are privileged and blessed to use this gift of prayer, not only for ourselves, but also for our neighbors. What is more, if we only focus on God's gift of forgiveness, we run the risk of missing the many other blessings God has given us. Bonhoeffer says, there is such a thing as confidently leaving sin behind for the sake of Jesus Christ. We live in peace and confidence that our sins are forgiven for Jesus' sake. We don't have to cringe and try to enumerate every sin we've ever, ever committed. There is a time for our hearts to pray the penitential psalms and for our lips to form these words of sorrow and confession. And when those times come, we are blessed to have God's guidance in the Psalms. We are also free to presuppose with complete certainty that we are forgiven, living and praying in joy and peace because of Jesus' cross and empty tomb. In our prayer today, we will pray the second petition of the Lord's Prayer followed by prayers for God to help us to understand and believe his word. The second petition says, Thy kingdom come. O God, everlasting Father, 
Your kingdom comes even without our prayer. But please, let it come to us too. Please bring us your Holy Spirit, so that by his grace we may believe your word and live godly lives here in time and there in eternity. Amen. Lord God, Heavenly Father, as we approach your word, we pray that you would open our hearts and minds to understand and to believe it. Yesterday was Pentecost, and so we pray that you would pour your spirit out upon us, that you would increase our faith, hope, and love, and that you would guide us through the working of the spirit using the word in our lives. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. May your day be filled with God's peace. And when you reach the end of the day, I hope you'll come back and join me for an evening devotion.